Today's episode of Drop Balls Podcast is being brought to you by King's Ransom Athletic Apparel. If you're looking for some dope workout clothing, some clothing that maybe you can just leave the house in or even just lounge around the house in, but you don't want to pay a King's Ransom to look good or feel good, check out krathletics.com. There's clothing for men and women. So go ahead and pick you out a t-shirt, a hoodie, a crew neck, or some joggers. And before you check out, be sure to use the code DROPBALLS so that way you can get 15% off of your purchase. So again, the website is krathletics.com. And when you check out, use the code DROPBALLS to get 15% off. What's up, what's up, what's up? Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Drop Balls Podcast. Your favorite podcaster's favorite sports podcast. Yes, you heard me right. I said your favorite podcaster's favorite sports podcast. Hope you all are having a good week so far. Hope you all have been able to enjoy uh, this crazy week that we've had in sports. March Madness, who, I mean, I, I guarantee you a lot of brackets are already busted. Uh, NFL free agency, NBA still going on, MLB is back. Uh, you know, we it's a great time. It's a great time in sports right now. Um, but yeah, before we get started with this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about NFL free agency today. Um, but before we get started with this episode, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave your boy that five-star rating, as well as going down to the comments and review section and letting your boy know what you think about the podcast. Um, if you listen on Spotify, they've added a, a, a rating section as well. So go ahead and rate the podcast for your boy as well on Spotify. And, you know, no matter where you're listening at, whatever podcast platform you're listening at, be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends, your family, or anybody you know that loves sports just as much as you and I do. Um, so be sure to share the podcast um, and, and get more ears, more listeners out here um, listening to the podcast. But like I said, we're going to talk about some NFL free agency, um, and I, I, I really want to talk about what's going on right now with Deshaun Watson. So right now, you know, we're waiting for the news on where Deshaun Watson is going to land and play the 2022 season at. Um, personally, you know, I, I think right now is between the Saints and the Falcons right now. As when it started, when this whole thing started, it was the the Saints, the Panthers, um, and who was the other team in the Browns. And so then Atlanta, they had some interest in them. Deshaun Watson had some interest in Atlanta. Uh, we all know Deshaun Watson's from the Atlanta area. He's from Gainesville, Atlanta, or Gainesville, Georgia, not Gainesville, Atlanta, Gainesville, Georgia, which I believe is like an hour outside of Atlanta or something like that. So it would make sense for him to return home. And now, some stuff has been halted in free agency right now just because everybody's waiting on where Deshaun Watson is going to go. Uh, like, for instance, the whole Jimmy G situation in San Francisco. San Francisco was forced to create some cap space so that way they could maintain to maintain Jimmy G's contract once the league gear started because of all of the Deshaun Watson stuff, in my opinion. Um, now, also, with, with this being done, with the whole Deshaun Watson stuff being done, uh, now... Matt Ryan is possibly on the move. And what is one of the best landing spots for Matt Ryan? The Indianapolis Colts. So 
you know, a lot of stuff is being halted up right now and waiting to see where Deshaun Watson lands. Personally, I think he is going to become an Atlanta Falcon. I've been saying it all week on Twitter. I know I've made my jokes about, you know, Deshaun Watson coming to Indy. I know it's not happening. Like, I, I make jokes about it, but I know in real life it's not happening. I've even, you know, took a <laughs> took a picture of Deshaun Watson and did my own version of a jersey swap, which was just me coloring in the jersey on my iPhone and then posting on Twitter, whatever, and saying, here's Deshaun Watson in the coach jersey. But I know he's not coming to Indy. Like, I know that's not something that's going to happen. But, you know, us landing us landing uh, Matt Ryan is likely to happen, in my opinion. I think that's going to happen. I really think that's what's holding up this whole Deshaun Watson news. I think, personally, I think it's a done deal. I think Atlanta has already gotten the deal in place. The Texans got the deal in place. And I think it's just a matter of waiting on Matt Ryan to find the the place he wants to go and for the proper draft compensation to come up in that instance as well. So, like, for uh, for example, they did push back Matt Ryan's roster bonus he was supposed to receive today. I am recording this on a Friday. I started recording yesterday. Well, I thought I was recording yesterday and recorded a whole episode. And, uh, yeah, come to find out, I didn't really push record. Um, but anyway... I'm recording this on a Friday, and so he was supposed to receive this roster bonus of $7.5 million today, um, and they pushed it back to Monday to give them time to find a suitor for Matt Ryan because why? If you read between the lines, it's obvious it's, ob- it's obvious that something is in place for Deshaun Watson to come to Atlanta or to go to Atlanta already. So what does that do for the Colts? You know, honestly, I think that the Indianapolis Colts can send a second and a third rounder to Atlanta to get Matt Ryan. Now, the thing about this as well, though, and, and I don't mean a this year's second. I mean, like, maybe next year's second rounder and uh, and this year's third or something like that. Something kind of like the Carson, Carson Wentz trade we did last offseason. Um, and maybe, it, it, maybe it'll take less. You know, who knows? But I think they have a lot of leverage because I think other teams will be after Matt Ryan, like the Seattle Seahawks. Um, the Cleveland Browns, maybe, because we all know what happened with that debacle with the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield. And now Baker wants out and Cleveland's telling him, nah, even after Cleveland said that they wanted to upgrade. Well, reports came out that Cleveland was saying that they wanted to upgrade a quarterback and they wanted an adult at quarterback. Um, but, you know, Matt Ryan's going to have some suitors. So, you know, maybe the price goes up, maybe it goes down. Who knows? We'll see in the coming days. Uh, but what this does for the Indianapolis Colts now, it does it. Matt Ryan's going to have to restructure his contract because he has, I believe, two years left. But this year will be like a forty eight million dollar cap hit. Um, the Colts currently have about forty four million dollars in cap space. So in order for us to continue to have some cap space so that way we can continue to round out the roster this year, we're going to need Matt Ryan to restructure that contract if he indeed becomes an Indianapolis Colt. Because uh, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, and we don't have the cap space. So either we restructure other players or we're going to restructure Matt Ryan and if we get him, and that way we, we free up some cap space so we can maybe add another receiver because there's still some receivers out there. You still got Juju. You still got Jamison Crowder. You still got Will Fuller, who I don't want on my team. I think he's going to follow Deshaun Watson. Um, but you still have some receivers out there that you can go after to shore up that roster around the receiver position. Plus, we still I don't know how we're going to what we're going to do at the guard position. If we're going to just roll with Danny Pinter or uh, we're going to resign Chris Reed or what we're doing at the guard position. Or maybe we believe in Will Fries 
and he takes over that guard position. I don't know what we're going to do there. But, um, you know, we still have to round out some things on the roster. Left tackle still an issue and all that. So, you know, hopefully Matt Ryan, and not even hopefully, I, I think Matt Ryan's one of those dudes where he, he understands and he'll restructure that contract so that way he – because he knows we need to round out that 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 uh, that offensive line and also get him some more offensive weapons. Uh, but, you know, the Colts have made some moves. You know, we're going to move on to the Colts really quick because we I've talked about everything I want to talk about with Deshaun Watson in Atlanta. Um, oh, matter of fact, Atlanta, please do not send A.J. Terrell to the AFC South unless you plan on sending him to the Indianapolis Colts. You know, if you're going to do that, then I'm cool with that. But if you're going to send him to the Houston Texans, I'm not cool with that because if you watch A.J. Terrell last year, the man played – hey, that man played some real good football. And he was the – Honestly, in my opinion, of that 2020 cornerback class, he was the best corner. And yes, I understand Trayvon Diggs had 20 interceptions, but when you talk about a lockdown corner, that was A.J. Terrell last year. Um, but let's get into the Colts free agency. So, you know, it started off really slow, and it was it, it was pissing me off, man. It had it had me kind of hot. Um, but they started picking things up. They, they re-signed a lot of the players that – well, not a lot, but they re-signed some players – that were free agents on the team um, that they ended up bringing back. So, like, Moali Cox, uh, they re-signed, I think, Matt Pryor. Um, and he may be the one that's in line to take over the, the tackle position, the left tackle position. You know, I think they're going to give him a chance to do that. Um, who else did we re-sign? We, we re-signed uh, – uh, it was one of the linebackers, Zaire Franklin. We re-signed him. Um so we, we brought back a couple of people and then we started making our moves in free agency and in the trade market. So they ended up trading Rocky Sin for Yannick Nguakwe, which I think was an amazing pickup because uh, when you when you look at Yannick, he's only, I think, 26. So he's still young. Um, he had one of his most productive seasons last year um, under Gus Bradley in, in, Las, in Las Vegas. Now, I will say this. The first year. The first year with uh, with Jacksonville, he was in Gus Bradley's system. You know, then we know Gus Bradley. He, I think, he got fired the year after or whatever. Um, but he was in Gus Bradley's system the first year for like fourteen games or something like that. Then Gus Bradley, you know, when he ends up going to Las Vegas, he brings him to to Las Vegas with him, and he thrived. Like this was his best season since I think two thousand and seventeen. Uh, well, his his highest sack season since two thousand and seventeen. Um, every, every since 2017, I believe he's still been somewhere like around seven or eight sacks a year, but this was his first year since 2017 that he had double digit sacks. Um, he had 12 in 2017 and then he had 10 this year with Las Vegas. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he balled out. And when you look at our, when you look at our makeup, this is one of the things I wanted to do. I wanted us to get a veteran pass rusher because we have the rookies we have or we have the young guns we have Deo we have uh Quiddy Pay so we have the young guns on the team and I believe they're very talented but I wanted us to get a veteran pass rusher in there someone who's done this before who's played this this thing at the highest level and knows how to rush the passer and we got that in Yannick Ngwakwe now it sucked because we sent off Rocky Sen who is arguably one of our best outside corners you know he's gotten better over time um, and we saw him finally putting it together last year. And so, you know, it sucks sending him away. But at the same time, I can't be I can't be mad at it because I'll take pass rush over, you know, cornerback play any day. Because if you got somebody that can get back to the cornerback, 
your corner or the, to the quarterback, your corners, you know, they all they got to do is 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 cover a receiver for two seconds. So you know, it, it's not that big a deal. Um, we also got Brandon Faison from the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, and this is, you know, this is the prototypical. Uh, well, we signed him in free agency, but he played for the Las Vegas Raiders last year. And this is your typical Gus Bradley corner. I believe he's like six two. He's lanky. Um, and apparently Gus Bradley loves him. That's why he brought him over to the Colts, or that's why, you know, he got the Colts to sign him. So I, I really see that as like a depth move because if you saw last year when our corners started getting hurt, we didn't have any depth. And so I expect us to, you know, make another move for corner this offseason, whether it be in the draft, a trade, or free agency. I know James Bradbury, he's on the trade block from the New York Giants, and it seems like the Giants are willing to give him up for peanuts. So I don't know if maybe that's a move. Stephon Gilmore is still out there. So you have some corners out there. Patrick Peterson still out there. You have some people out there that can fill out this cornerback position and be uh, the corner opposite of Isaiah Rogers because he's. it, it looks like he might be – the starting outside corner this year, and then you get another corner outside of him. Like I said, Patrick Peterson, um, Stefan Gilmore, uh, and even if you go trade for James Bradbury. So I, I, I like I like the chances there. Or maybe we just draft one. Maybe we, there's one in the draft that we really like, um, and we go after him there. So, you know, the Colts, the Colts like I said, it, it, it started off really slow, and it really sucks right now because we don't have a quarterback. So without a quarterback, you know, most players aren't like receivers. If you don't have a quarterback, they're not going to really want to come play for you. So it, it sucks in that aspect of not being able to get somebody in free agency this year um, at the receiver position, maybe until we sign a quarterback or we trade for Matt Ryan. Um, who knows? Who knows what happens there? Uh, it's We did let Mark Lewinsky go, and that's why I talked about the guard position. So uh, there was uh the Washington Commanders they released Eric Flowers and of course he's from the U but he's also a solid pass blocking uh pass blocking guard and he's solid in the run game as well but uh he played left guard so with we have Quentin Nelson so he'll probably if we signed him he would most likely be playing right guard for us i would love to pick him up because he's only 28 um he's a stud I believe he's only 28, but I would I would prefer him over a Chris Reed or a Danny Pinter. Most people might not agree with me there, but I would prefer him over one of those guys or maybe a Will Fries. Maybe Will Fries is, is good and we just haven't seen it yet because he hasn't gotten much playtime. But maybe he's he's just a stud as well. And then he's young. I mean, we picked him up. I want to say it was the 2020 draft or 2021 draft. I don't I don't really remember. But, uh, you know, maybe he's the guy. Maybe he's the guy that's gonna that's gonna take us to the promised land at the right at the right guard position. So I don't I really don't know. Um, Ty isn't back. Zach Pascal isn't back. So we still have some work to do in free agency, and that's one of the things why I said if we do trade for Matt Ryan, then we're gonna have to restructure that contract because we still have some more play some more pieces we need to put in place. Um, we're gonna take a quick little break because you know I, I'm heading on to like 15 minutes right now but we're gonna take a quick little break and when we come back we're gonna get some more into free agency uh we're gonna talk about the jets the jaguars we're gonna talk about uh the afc west stacking the odds this year uh and then you know von miller and Devonte adams man we we gotta talk about that gotta touch on those bases as well but we're gonna take a quick little break and we come back we're gonna get into that
This what happened when I think about you. I get in my feelings, yeah. I start reminiscing, yeah. Next time around, fuck, I want it to be different, yeah. Waiting on a sign, guess it's time for a different prayer. Lord, please save her for me. Do this one favor for me. I had to change my play ways, got way too complicated for me. I hope she's waiting for me. Everywhere she go, they playing my songs. That's why I say the things that I say that way. I know you can't ignore me. So, so, yeah. So give me all of you in exchange for me. Just give me all of you in exchange for me. For me. Break it down. Yes, sir. Check. We used to lay up and then stay up, have sex and then blow dang. I shouldn't have played no games with you, just leveled up my brain. Last time I saw you, we ain't speak. That was strange. Guess there's nothing I could do. Man, it's true. X has changed. Yeah. Hey. Guess you changed for the better. Better. I know you know how to make me jealous. I was never loyal, let you tell it, yo. But I'm ready to fix it if you ready, baby. So, so. Yeah. So give me all of you in exchange for me Just give me all of you in exchange for me For me For real, shout out. Yeah, I know Yeah Is you at two keys or ten roof? Turn up, we on Tiller, we just getting loose Baby, I'm low-key feeling you Don't be cynical, won't fuck you over Wanna fuck you over And again, the truth is I ain't really here to start problems Girl, I swear to God, them Hoes can't never say they got him Know how bad you wanna tell him Don't try him I don't wanna tell him, let's surprise him I don't wanna get into it, why you stressing him? I've been driving back and forth from Louisville to Lexington Mileage on the whip Got your ass in my grip College make you wanna strip for them dollars Nah, girl, I got a job for you Swear to God, I could do a lot for you Saw you strolling through the campus, I had to stop for you I was scrolling through the gram, girl, I had to follow you Say what's up with you You got my soul All right, so we're back from that quick little break, and I hope you enjoyed the song. That was Bryson Tiller, Exchange. My boy ain't dropped nothing in a hot minute, so, you know, I had to slow it down a little bit. But anyway, let's get back into talking about this free agency, man. So um, this was another thing that pissed me off, like, early on with the Colts because you, we saw the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, you know, just getting better. And now I understand the Jaguars were throwing money at people. They they really they really were. They were throwing money at people. But the thing about this is that I think I personally think the Jaguars got better. I know people have their doubts or whatever because it is the Jaguars at the same time. But, you know, they add Christian Kirk. They add the, the guard, Brandon Sheriff or Scherf. Um, they add Foyer from from Atlanta, the linebacker. They had Foley from the from the Jets at defensive tackle. Um, and then they add Darius Williams, the cornerback from the Rams, and then Zay Jones, the wide receiver from Las Vegas. Oh, and I forgot Evan Ingram from um, 
from the New York Giants. And they re-signed Trey, Trey Herndon at the cornerback position. So, you know, they they the Jaguars, yes, they were throwing money at people. They had money to spend and they made sure they spent it. But um but I mean they they they're committed to to building around Trevor Lawrence. When you add Brandon Scherf to protect him, you add Christian Kirk for him to throw to, you add a uh a Zay Jones and an Evan Ingram. Now I know Evan Ingram, he he's a talented he's a talented player, but he just has issues with <laughs> dropping the ball. And as a tight end, you know, what do you need to do? You need to know how to catch the ball. Um, and I don't know if it's just New York and maybe a change of scenery will help him. Uh, they can't really help your hands. But, you know, who knows what happens. Uh, but they signed him to a one-year deal. It was a one-year, I think, $9 million deal. So that's not bad. Um, Zay Jones, they signed to a three-year deal. And when you really look at this, a lot of these contracts are, like, backloaded. So, you know, this year a lot of these players are playing on, like, plant like their salary is really low like maybe five million seven million dollars somewhere around there so you can't really be too mad at it like Christian Kirk yes I understand Christian Kirk got a lot of money he got I think it was five years uh 72 million or something like that or four years 72 million had a 20 million dollar signing bonus um but really after the first two years they have they have an out they can get out of that contract if he doesn't produce in the first two years but if you look at how they're building this team um, they got Doug Peterson, and if you really look at how they're building this team around Trevor Lawrence, it's kind of similar to how Doug Peterson built this team around Carson Wentz in Philly. Um, he had your your receiver in Al- Alshon Jeffries, who was kind of like a, a possession receiver, but he could still you know make those catches downfield, those contested catches downfield in Alshon Jeffries because he was six three, two hundred and fifteen pounds, and he ran a four four forty. It is you know he ran a four four forty, so. Uh, you still had a receiver that that was pretty fast, but also could go up and get it. When you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, you have that in Zay Jones, and you have that in in Marvin uh, and Marvin Jones. So, uh, so you know they're they're kind of building it that way. Not only that, then you have your your uh, burner receiver in Christian Kirk. So just like in in Philly, they had uh, Nelson Aguilar. So, you know, when you when you look at this team and how they're constructing this team, it's really a lot. It's a lot like they constructed Philly and would help make Carson Wentz so successful, especially that second year, that 2017 season um, that made him so successful and take that leap that we thought that, OK, this was the year Carson Wentz was an MVP conversation. That was his second year in the league. And that's kind of like what they're doing with Trevor Lawrence. So, uh I get people's hesitancy and I get people's, uh, you know, confusion at the money that's being thrown. But just look at you got to look at the pieces and look at what what Doug Peterson has done in the past and see how that compares to right now. And and then you can kind of get the vision of what he's kind of doing and his his mindset on how he's putting this team together. And it's really to help Trevor Lawrence, you know, progress. Um, and if he can progress and if he's this genera- generational talent that everybody is claiming him to be and he can really progress in his second year, then, the you know, the sky's the limit for him. So y'all got to y'all got to think about it from a different way. Y'all are thinking about it too one sided, like, oh, why the hell are they giving him all this money? And that's another thing. Like y'all look at like people look at the face value. They don't they don't wait for contract construction to come out like there's the structure of the contract to come out. They just look at, oh, Four years, 72 million. That's crazy. 
but construction or the structure of the contract is everything. I don't know why I keep saying construction. Um, the structure of the contract is everything. So, you know, that that's another thing that y'all have to look at. But they they did throw some money at people. But I, I really I see the direction that they're trying to go into. And I think it'll help Trevor Lawrence's uh, progression. And, and to be honest, if if Jacksonville goes out there and rattles off eight wins, nine wins, nobody's going to really give a damn about the the structure, the money that was spent on these contracts. To I mean, if we're being 100 percent honest, if they start if they win games, if they win anywhere between seven to nine games this season, nobody's going to give a damn about those contracts and how much money was spent this offseason. It's kind of the same with with the the Patriots last year. They spent a ton of money. They were just throwing money at players, but they made the playoffs. So nobody really cares about the money that was spent last year because that team made the playoffs. So it's the same with the Jacksonville Jaguars. They win some games. They rattle because what they have two, three wins last year or maybe four. I don't know. They somewhere around there. Nobody's going to give a damn if they win three to three to three to five more games this season. So, you know, y'all, y'all got to chill with that. Y'all got to chill. Y'all don't understand the direction and y'all got to sit back and just, you know, take time to look and see the direction that these teams are going into. Um, The next team is the New York Jets. Now they've made some very quiet moves that I don't think a lot of people are giving them credit for. And I get it. It's the Jets. Um, But again, the Jets are doing the same thing the Jaguars are doing and they're trying to build up that defense and then build around their young quarterback. So um, they went and got CJ Uzama from Cincinnati. And yes, he's coming off of it. Well, I, I, he's not really coming off an injury because he did play in the Super Bowl, I believe, but um, they went and got CJ Uzama uh, at the tight end position. They, they went and got Tyler Conklin at the tight end position. So they're giving him some more weapons on that offense. Um, they also are building up this defense in DJ Reed, signing him from the Seattle Seahawks. He's a corner. Um, they got him from the Seahawks. He also played under uh, Sal- Robert Sala in uh, San Francisco. So Sala is real familiar with him, and he's real familiar with Sala's system. Um, Lakin Tom- Tomlinson, who they brought over, the guard they brought over from San Francisco, he comes into the New York Jets offense as well to help protect that young quarterback in Zach Wilson where he doesn't have to run for his life. Um, they did lose the safety Marcus May, but then they went and got Jordan Whitehead from Tampa Bay Buccaneers to replace him. So, you know, they're making some moves that makes the team better. Now, I don't know if it make it doesn't move the needle to make them Super Bowl contenders, but it does move the needle to make them a better team. This is also a Jets team who I believe has like the, you know, they, they have a, they have like, I want to say one or two first round picks that, well, I guess two or three first round picks this year. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I, I'll have to look it up. Matter of fact, I'm going to look it up right now. Um, but I believe they have, t- I think they have two, if I'm not mistaken, because they still have that one from the Seattle Seahawks. So, uh, and they have, f- <laughs> they have four top 38 picks or four picks in the top 38. So that's crazy. Um, but let me see. Yeah. So they have the fourth and the 10th overall pick this year in the NFL draft. So, they're going to I guarantee you they round out this this offense a little bit more um, in this draft. So that's the thing. Like a lot of I understand the Jets and the Jags, they are terrible football teams like they were terrible last year. But there are some bright spots. We saw Zach Wilson play a little bit better down the stretch. Well, better down the stretch last year. Last year, we saw the Jaguars defense come together a little bit last, uh, you know, come a to come together down the stretch a little bit. Um, now they did lose Miles Jack, but you know, 
I'm pretty sure they will replace him. You have N'Kobe Dean um, in this year's draft, and uh, I forget the one that uh, uh, Ojaba, but I think he got hurt um, today at his pro day, which is is kind of shitty. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, you have players. There's going to be players available for them to to replace some of these players that they lost in free agency. Now let's talk about it, man. Let's get into this AFC West. Uh, you know, we're going to transition to the AFC West. Let, let's talk about it, man. Um, they're stacking the odds. And, you know, the way this is playing out, I could really see four teams, all four teams from the AFC West making the playoffs. And people may say, oh, well, that's not possible. Well, there's seven teams that make a playoff, you know, that make the playoffs from each, you know, from each conference, right? So each 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 conference has four divisions. So if four teams from one division makes it, that means the top teams in in the other three divisions will make it. So if you have the Raiders, the Jets, the the Chiefs, and the Broncos all make it to the playoffs, but then that means you have whoever wins the AFC South that's going to make it, whoever wins the AFC North to make it, and whoever wins the or the AFC East to make it. So now you have your seven teams. So it is possible for all four teams in the NFC in AFC West to make the playoffs. Um, now, if we were still six team in the playoffs, then no, it wouldn't be possible. But because of that seventh team, every team in the AFC West can make the playoffs. And that's crazy. Like I said, they're stacking the odds. When you add, you add Russell Wilson to the Broncos, you add Chandler Jones to the Raiders, you add Devontae, <laughs> Devontae Adams to the Raiders. Um, who else, who else went to the AFC West? Um, I want to say the Broncos picked up somebody else. I'm not 100% sure. I think they picked up a I think they picked up a pass rusher. Um, but I, I got to go back and look. But you add Chandler Jones like I said to the Raiders, you add Russell Wilson to the to the Broncos, you add DeVonte Adams to the to the uh to the Raiders, then Khalil Mack to the Chargers, you add JC Jackson to the Chargers. So the Chargers are going all in. They're going all in, making sure they shore up that defense. And you got Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa rushing the edge. Then you have Max Crosby and Chandler Jones rushing the edge. Like, hey, AFC West is going to be crazy. And Devontae Adams, you know, they they were going to franchise tag him in Green Bay. He said he wasn't going to play under the franchise tag. And I guess when he said that, they started seeking a trade partner or um, and I know it's always been a thing where Devontae Adams wanted to play with Derek Carr because they were college teammates. So it would have been nice for them to play together in the NFL. And I guess this was his chance. He's a free agent. And I understand he got Aaron Rodgers back, but uh, he wanted to play with his college quarterback. And apparently the reports were saying that the uh, that the, the, the Packers were prepared to offer Devontae Adams more money than he took to go to the Raiders. And for the Raiders, I think he got a, what, a five-year, um, $141.25 million deal. So, you know, that's crazy. That's that's some money. $28 million a year? And, that, I mean, that's just, that's just the average on the face value. I still don't know the structure yet. But at face value, $28 million a year. That's a lot. That's the most ever for a non-quarterback position. That's crazy. But, you know, Devontae Adams, he's the best receiver in the NFL right now. So why not give that man his money? And if Christian Kirk can go get his money, then, hey, you're going to have to pay Devontae Adams. But that just lets me know when when Cooper Cup comes up, when, uh, when Debo Samuel comes up, when you have DK come up for an extension, when you have uh, – who else – 
um, some of these other young receivers, Justin Jefferson, Chase, uh, Jamar Chase, when you have these dudes come up for their extensions, oh, they, them, them boys going to get paid, man. They going to get paid. So, you know, that's that's good for them. Devontae Adams just set the market for the receivers. So that that's good for them. Um, but that AFC West is stacked, man. I forget, like I said, I forget who the Broncos got because I know I know the Broncos got somebody, um, a pass rusher. If I remember correctly, I know the Broncos got a pass. Oh, they got Randy Randy Gregory. That's who it was. They ended up getting Randy Gregory because he spurned <laughs> he spurned the Cowboys and uh, signed with Denver. And apparently, it was because of some language that was put into the contract that wasn't in there when they initially sent him the contract. So I don't I don't know you know what all happened with that situation, but. He told he pretty much told Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones no, and he went to he went to Denver, um, so that that helps their defense a lot. Oh man, it, it's been crazy. And then you get you get Von Miller going to Buffalo. I think that's one of the moves that nobody saw coming. And really, you know, we all figured okay, Von Miller he's going back home. He's going back to the Triple D. And he's going to play for the Dallas Cowboys. He's from Dallas, Texas. He's going home to play in front of his family. He played at Texas A&M. You know, this is the perfect opportunity. You know, he's towards the end of his career. I believe he's 32 towards the end of his career. So it makes sense for him to go home. And apparently they did. They never offered him. They never gave him an offer. He was always interested in going back home. They just never made him an offer. So he ended up taking an offer from the Buffalo Bills where he signed a six-year, $120 million contract. Now, the the financials, the details, they haven't came out yet, but I'm pretty sure he's not going to see six years, and I'm pretty sure he's not going to see all of that $120 million. Um, to, to Really, he's 32, so that would put him at like 38 years old. Essentially, what I think is going to happen, I, I think this is essentially maybe a two- to four-year deal, and he'll see the guaranteed money, of course, but essentially, I think this is a two- to four-year deal, and, you know, after this deal, he'll go back to Denver and then retire a Bronco. Like, that's honestly what I think is going to happen. Um, because at this point, he, he's a he's a I mean, he's old in his career. Like he's towards the tail end of his career. Is he still productive? Yeah, he could still be productive. Um, but he's not the pass rusher that he once was when he was the young stud he was in Denver. Um, so but like I said, he'll 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 end up, you know, playing maybe two to four years, and then he'll end up retiring a Bronco. That's the way I see this playing out, um, but we'll see. We we shall see. And, you know, how can I how can I forget this, you know? How, how can I not mention this and mention Tom Brady coming back to the NFL? Tom Brady's back. You know, we, it's been, what, two months, 40 days, something like that? You know, 40 days of his retirement. And then he decides he wants to come back and play, return to the NFL. Now, my my thing is, is that he was at home. Giselle was asking him to do a bunch of tasks. Then he stepped on a, a, a Lego. He was walking around the house and just stepped on a random Lego. And, you know, he was like, you know what? I'm sick of this shit. I'm, go- I'm going back to play football. I- I'll see y'all in the offseason. I'm going back to play football. And uh, And he came back. And now he started to recruit players to come down there and play with him. He got Russell Gage down there, uh, former Atlanta Falcons receiver, got him to come down to Tampa Bay. Apparently he called him up and was like, hey, come play with me. Um, pause. Um, <laughs> and then I think uh, – I honestly think Julio's going to end up in, in Tampa Bay as well. You know, I don't, I don't know if it will happen, but personally I think Julio's going to end up in Tampa Bay. 
Um, we get we know Chris Godwin's going to be out for a while. I think he'll Chris Godwin will come back somewhere maybe in the middle of the season. Uh, but they did actually sign him to a contract too. I think they gave him like sixty million. Um, so they did give him a contract as well. And uh, but I think Julio goes down to Tampa Bay and he he plays with Tom Brady in the Bucks. It, to me, it's a perfect match between those two. Um, and then maybe Julio could could win him a ring before he goes into retirement. Just don't come to the Colts because if, if he comes to the Colts, this will remind me a lot of when Ryan Grigerson um, signed uh, Andre Johnson in free agency towards the tail end of, of his career. And that just didn't work out well for nobody. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, it's been some crazy moves in in, in the NFL this week. And I, I'm looking, you know, I'm waiting for this Deshaun Watson trade to get announced because it's coming. And it looks like the 49ers just signed our former safety, George Odom. So we're in the market for another safety to add depth, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, whatever, whatever, man. Um, MLB is back, man. Freddie Freeman went to the – ended up going to the Dodgers, picking him them over the Yankees and, and the Braves. Uh, Matt Olson was traded to the Blue Jays. Yankees ain't doing nothing. I was really hurt the beginning of this week because it was like, damn, the Colts ain't doing nothing. The Yankees ain't doing nothing. Can one of my teams make some moves? Like, please, can we make some moves? Um, then the Yankees ended up making a trade. And then the Colts started getting proactive. And then the Yankees stopped being active. So, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm just sitting here waiting, looking at my watch, looking at my phone, waiting for updates to see what's going on. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I hope – I hope this season, this NFL season, is as exciting as free agency is. We still have the draft. We still have, you know, other things to come. So, we, you know, there's going to be a lot more that goes on over these next six months or whatever until we get up to the NFL uh, season. So, it, it's going to get crazy. I, I really think it's going to be crazy. Uh, and we got, some, we got some good stuff coming. Uh, NBA playoffs are coming up, coming up here soon. We're in March. What, they start sometime in April, I believe. Um, and yeah, we got a, we got a lot of sports left, man. We got a lot of sports left and I can't, I can't wait for the, for the rest of it to, to play out how it needs to play out. Um, baseball starts April 7th, I think is opening day. So man, this is a good, this is the best time of the year to be honest. I mean, th- yeah, this is the best time of the year besides, besides the time when we still have football and basketball is starting up this right here like has to be the best time of the year because now you have every sport ramping up um March Madness the men's and the women's tournament which my bracket is done uh I mean the two people I have winning they're still in but uh, or the two teams I have winning they're still in As a matter of fact Miami's about to play the Hurricanes about to play USC so you know I got to tap in on that one but uh yeah the two teams I have winning it all they're still in here but you know uh St. Peter's beating I believe it was Kentucky last night then you had uh some other upsets that weren't really expected um so it, yeah Richmond what was it Richmond beating beating I forget who they beat the other day but yeah it's just it's just some stuff man like the brackets I believe I saw something this morning where it was like 17 million brackets done and there was only 600 or 700 and something left or 600 and something left out of the seven, 17 million that were that were filled out. Like that's it's nuts, man. It's nuts. But yeah, hope you all enjoy March Madness. Hope you all enjoy the rest of this NFL free agent frenzy. And, you know, I hope you enjoy the rest of this NBA season. You know, if you're a Lakers fan, I'm sorry. If you're a Miami Heat fan, hey, 
Hey, you, you see what we're doing out there on the court. Well, as I was wrapping up this episode, um, got some news that Deshaun Watson will be heading to the Cleveland Browns. You know, I did a whole spill on how I felt like he was going to Atlanta and everything, and we were going to get Matt Ryan and blah, blah, blah. Now I don't know what the hell we're going to do. <laughs> um, obviously, it was not a done deal, and this man has waived his no-trade clause to go to the Browns. And at first, I was like, what the hell? Like, come on, bro. Like, what, what the hell are you doing? But when I saw they gave him five years, $230 million, and it's guaranteed, hey, I would have waived my no-trade clause to go to the Browns as well. If you're going to give me $230 million guaranteed, $48 million a year? Yeah, you know, I, I would have had to waive that no-trade clause as well and take my chances in Cleveland. But with this, you know, uh, Amari Cooper's probably helping Baker Mayfield clean out his locker right now. And... uh and Amari gonna have Amari gonna be an All Pro this season. Well, if Deshaun plays this season, I don't know what's gonna happen with the whole suspension thing. But uh, if Deshaun plays this full season, Amari's gonna be an All Pro. Uh, Donovan Peoples Jones is gonna make a Pro Bowl. Uh, Will Fuller may be headed to the Browns too. Keep a lookout on that because I know I believe he was waiting for Deshaun to make his choice. Um, but I think Amari gonna have about sixteen hundred yards. And uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, like I said, he's going to make a Pro Bowl this year. Um, it's a great pickup for the Browns. You got Watson. You got uh, Nick Chubb, uh, Amari Cooper, DV, Donovan's Peoples, DPJ, <laughs> uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Um, and then you got that that defense that really came into his own last season towards the end of last season. So, you know, this, this is a good pickup for the Browns. And the AFC is still stacked at quarterback. Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, uh, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. You got you got the young guns that's that's gonna be up and coming. You got uh Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes. Like the AFC is stacked at quarterback. And my Colts still don't have a quarterback. So now with this trade, this looks like okay, maybe Baker may end up in Indy or Seattle. Um you know, maybe Jameis is on the table for 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 the Colts. I would much rather go the route of picking up a free agent at this point um, and just running it with them rather than wasting draft capital on that. And then also Jameis is young. He's 28 years old. So you bring him in on a one to two year deal, maybe 10 million dollars a year uh, still gives us some some cap space to where we can round out the rest of our roster. Um, he might end up back in New Orleans. I don't know. It, it, it's yet to be seen. But with Deshaun Watson going to the Browns, this clears the way for teams to start making their moves at quarterback. So I, I believe here soon we'll see some things between Seattle, Indy, and uh, New Orleans play out as well. I mean, keep a keep a lookout on the Falcons. They may still move on from Matt Ryan. So uh, it's still one of those things where the pieces still have to fall into place. Jimmy G may be on the move now. Uh, we'll, we'll see, man. I, I just, I really don't want Baker or Jimmy G and Indy, but we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, either way I'm gonna rock with my squad. I may not cheer for the quarterback, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna rock with my squad. Uh, but damn, man, right when I was wrapping up, this news comes out. But anyway, you know, like I said, y'all be easy. Um, y'all have a safe weekend. Enjoy March Madness. And until next time, man. Peace. I'm I'm out, man. I'm I'm sad. I'm I'm out of here.